بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيد المرسلين وعلى آله وصحبه وبارك وسلم تسليما كثيرا إلى يوم الدين أما بعد. What I want to cover today is something um, really interesting because people are finding themselves in various forms of difficulties. It's like the night has come over us, darkness have, has enveloped us. But inshallah there's always light at the end of the tunnel as they say and with every night follows day. Night is uh, generally a very peculiar kind of time sometimes that generally people who are sick or who have some difficulties, who may be having some nightmares and, and so on, they find the night very very difficult to, to get through. But as soon as there's light outside, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala creates ease. But remember after every night comes day, every night is followed by day, it doesn't matter how long that night may seem and uh, how, how um, difficult it may seem to people, at the end we know that it's going to end one day. It's going to end and then, not one day, it's going to end and then the day comes. So inshallah, within our current predicament as well, uh, it's going to end. And what we want to do is that we don't want to be shattered by the end of it. And we want to come out inshallah even stronger. Because I believe that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is doing this for a very, very important reason. And that is to basically allow us to reset ourselves, to get back within our humanity and remove the the worldliness that we had become engaged in and that we'd become so engrossed and so indulgent with that we'd actually forgotten the real purpose of this world and we did worship Allah, we did remember Allah, we did pray to Allah but a lot of it, a lot of it may have been ritualistic so when difficulties come upon us then what happens is that people become more serious uh, because now there's a very selfish reason to do that and it doesn't matter how it is, but once we get back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then that is in itself very valuable. So essentially what we're finding ourselves is, is in a difficulty. And in Arabic, the word for difficulty is, is uh, leak, uh, tightness, constriction, contraction. And uh, that's what you call difficulty. And opening in Arabic refers, uh, uh, is spoken about as uh, the concept of faraj. So um, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, faraj means an opening, faraj means an escape, a delivery, uh, some way to come out from the misery, the morning, the dawn, the white thread of dawn in the morning after the darknesses of the night. That's what this, that's what this is all about. So we want to focus inshallah on the opening, how we can receive an opening quicker than others, how we can get out of this predicament quicker than other people have. And as I said, the trajectory may seem like this many people will catch this problem or will be afflicted by it. Uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can, uh, if He wants, uh, sooner than later, He can actually just turn this whole thing down and make this virus ineffective and basically switch it off, just as He had switched it on uh, some months ago in another part of the world. So. What I want to talk about here is basically from the Qur'an and Sunnah uh, those things which have been considered to be the mafatihul faraj Mafati is the plural of miftah which basically means the key or keys, the keys to uh, relief, the keys to relief essentially these are uh, what I want to discuss today are the 10 keys to relief relief from distress and relief from problems, relief from anxieties, relief from the affliction and our current predicament 
and the paranoia that's going around, the difficulty, the miser miserable nature that people have uh, are, be are being afflicted by. So what are the 10 keys? These are from the Prophet ﷺ, from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. No particular order, but the first one. So number one, just keep this and maybe you can write your list. Uh, the first is Al-Miftahul Awwal is Suratul Fatiha. The first key to uh, relief, the first of the keys of relief is Suratul Fatiha. Now, this is not the time to go into a tafsir of Suratul Fatiha, but anybody who's heard any tafsir of Suratul Fatiha, Suratul Fatiha in itself has amazing secrets, has amazing efficacy. It's something that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants us to read over and over again. He makes us read it when we make our prayer, like tens of times a day. And one of the dominant themes in there is the rahmah and the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Uh, the the Suratul Fatiha, another name of it is the kafiyah, the sufficiency, that which will be sufficient for you if you read it with a certain intention in mind, with a certain goal in mind, inshaAllah. Number two, it's also called the shafiyah, which means the, the curer. So uh, if somebody is being afflicted, we need to read. If somebody is not being afflicted, we need to read the Fatiha. And inshallah, uh, I remember once I had a stomach and one of the shiukh told me that you just put your hands on your stomach and you read Fatiha several times. So Fatiha is huge. I mean, in the hadith of Bukhari and Muslim, there's the hadith of the, the Sahaba who had gone to a particular area where somebody had been afflicted. Uh, and the, the Sahabi, he decided to read Suratul Fatiha and, and uh, basically do the ruqya and mashallah the person was cured so the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa he confirmed that for them as well so Suratul Fatiha is one of the keys so keep a word of Suratul Fatiha at least three times in the morning uh, three times in the evening and at any other time you feel in difficulty Suratul Fatiha that's why it's a ruqya as well the second the, the second al-miftah al-thani the second the second key uh, to uh, to relieve from distress and so on is Allah Allah Rabbi la Allahu Allahu Rabbi la ushriku bihi shay'a Allahu Allahu Rabbi la ushriku bihi shay'a Allah Allah is my lord and I do not I I do not uh, impartner anything with him I do not ascribe any partner with him the Prophet ﷺ, where does this come from? The Prophet ﷺ once said to his daughter Fatima, قُولِي فِي الْكَرْبِ Allah, Allah, Rabbi, la ushriku bihi shay'a He told his daughter, he encouraged her, Fatima radiallahu anha, that whenever you have a difficulty, an anxiety, uh, 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 something that is uh, troubling you, then say, Allah, Allah, Rabbi, la ushriku, bi, la ushriku bihi shay'a Allah, Allah is my Lord, and I do not ascribe any partners, uh, any partners with him. This is essentially an affirmation of our tawheed, our uh, ascribing oneness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, declaring Allah to be one. And Allah values that hugely because that is basically giving him the status. Because in our daily actions, we may be performing various different types of shirk khafi, basically ostentation hidden forms of impartnering where we don't realize because we are maybe relying too much on, on medicines or we're relying too much on certain people to help us and we're forgetting about Allah. People help us. Medicines in this world do have an efficacy. There's no doubt. Uh, they, they have a kind of a, a certain benefit that Allah has, has placed uh, place when, when, when you take them. But at the end of the day, the real uh, everything the real power is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So he just wants us to affirm that. So uh, remember these words, Allahu, Allahu Rabbi, la ushriku bihi shay'a. I do not ascribe any partners to him. The third one is, 
one we just read right now as well, La ilaha illa and the the the, the du'a of Yunus alayhi salam. There's no doubt that can get you out of the out of the out of the stomach of a fish. That can get you out of somewhere where nobody else has come out from, right? Even the fish has no control. Humans don't have a control over, you know, what their stomach does because there's just the automatic system. But Allah subhanahu wa just done a tafsir of surah. Uh, uh, we've just covered the story of Yunus alayhi salam recently. You can check that out on Zamzam Academy. But La ilaha illa ant. And maybe you can just repeat, you know, we, we can repeat these as we go along. So please repeat this with me. La ilaha illa ant. Subhanaka inni kuntu min al zalimin. And there's huge, there's, there's a hadith of Hakim that if you read this 30, 40 times, then inshallah um, you, you get relief as well. But you can read it as many times as you want. So Yunus salam was in the stomach of the fish. And then by e one opinion says that by evening he was out because of this dua. Some say it was three days, some say it was 40 days. Allah knows best. But whatever the case is, this is the formula of the noon, basically, which is the, the fish one. The Prophet uh, Yunus alayhi salam, la ilaha illa ant, which basically means there is no God except you. Again, declaration of Tawheed. Subhanak, you are purified. You are beyond, you know, you are beyond any, sh any kind of... Uh, non-perfection and inni kuntu min means a declaration a confession of our sin I was of the oppressors you know we've done some wrong whatever wrong it is we're, we're now saying inni kuntu min al-zalimeen and we're turning back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so la ilaha illa anta subhanaka inni kuntu min al is the third one number four again it's a very popular one it's just inshallah if we can do the weird of these uh, at least once throughout the day you just do all all all, uh, all ten of them so the se the fourth al miftah rabi the fourth key to relief is hasbunallahu wa ni'mal wakil these are powerful this is extremely powerful because allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the quran alladhina qala lahum an-nasu inna an-nasa qad jama'u lakum fakhshawhum fazadahum imana wa qalu hasbunallahu wa ni'mal wakil so basically what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying that when people told these Sahaba that all of these comrades, all this huge army has gathered against you, so you should fear them. In fact, what it did was it actually increased them in their iman because they knew all of this is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah will support them and Allah wants to purify them through this. And instead what they said was, Hasbunallahu wa ni'mal wakil. Allah is sufficient for us. And he is the best patron. He's the best one to take care of us. He's the best agent for us. He's the best one who can represent us. Ni'mal wakil. Wakil, the one who represents someone, the one who takes care of somebody else's affairs. So hasbunallah, sufficient is Allah for us. You can say hasbi Allah. Hasbi Allah is just uh, singular, that Allah is sufficient for me. And hasbunallah, hasbunallah is just Allah is sufficient for us. So say it for your whole family. Say it for your friends, for your, for your parents, etc. Hasbunallahu wa ni'mal wakil. Get others to say it as well. So when the Sahaba said this, as Allah mentioned in the Quran, it says, فَانْقَلَبُوا بِنِعْمَةٍ مِّنَ اللَّهِ وَفَضْلٍ لَمْ يَمْسَسْهُمْ سُوءٍ They returned... With, with a gift from Allah. They return with the bounties of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and, and grace from Him. No evil afflicted them. No evil afflicted them. Subhanallah. Al-Miftah al-Khamis. The fifth key to relief is another very, very popular, well-known. Uh, I'm not sure if we're doing this every day, but لا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم لا حول ولا قوة and we are told about this one that it's Kanzum min Kunuzil Jannah. 
it's essentially one of the treasures of the treasures of paradise. Paradise is amazing, the descriptions of paradise we have. Allah has given us some of these things to reap some of the benefits, to reap some of the benefits of paradise in this world. One of them is by saying, لا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم لا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم Essentially what it means is لا حول ولا قوة There's no ability to, uh, there's no ability or strength, there's no capability or power or strength except with Allah. Basically power to re refrain from bad things and to do good things except with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He is the one who facilitates for us, provides for us, enables for us. There's nothing without Allah. Al-Aliyyul Azim, the Most High, the Elevated, the Mighty, the Great. So it's mentioned in Bukhari and Muslim that this is from the treasures of Jannah and that's why we've included it here. Al-Miftah al-Sadis, number six, is Kathratul Istighfar which is basically an abundance of istighfar. At least a person should be doing it a hundred times in the morning, a hundred times in the evening. And the benefit of that istighfar is just seeking forgiveness from Allah. So if you do it in the morning, everything you've done since the last night will be forgiven, inshaAllah. And then if you do it again in the evening, everything you've done since the morning will be forgiven. That way we stay burden-free, right? And uh, we're, we're benefiting in that sense. We're staying burden-free. So that, that way we stay burden-free. A sin is what attracts evil to us the the more we can keep it off us just simply by doing istighfar 100 times in the morning 100 times in the evening we're staying cleaner and that way we are attracting more barakah and blessing from allah the angels are more around us as well inshallah so we get more tawfiq to do good things because the more evil deeds we have to our name then we feel like doing other evil but inshallah if the evil keeps getting purified then there's less virus, there's, there's less viruses wanting to come to us, inshallah, as well. So that's istighfar as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said. All of what I'm mentioning here, there's a specific benefit to this in relationship to opening up for us. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala um, says about this. Uh, in fact, uh, um, I mean, there's uh, in Surah, surah uh, Nuh, the, the, there is um, about istighfiru rabbakum. Um, uh, but the hadith that I want to quote here is that whoever abundantly does istighfar that's more specific to what we're speaking about today Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala whoever does a lot of istighfar Allah will provide an opening and a relief for that person from the difficulty that facing from the contraction the constriction from the the, the sickness or whatever it is, the difficulty that's come upon them, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will provide an opening right from that by kathratul istighfar. That's why the, the Prophet also said, وَمِن كُلِّ مَخْرَجَ Every tightness and constriction, there'll be an opening. And وَرَزَقَهُ مِنْ حَيْثُ لَا يَحْتَسِبُ Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will actually provide from them from where they would never have imagined and expected something to come through. Allah will provide you whatever difficulties you're going through, wherever you are in the world, whatever difficulty that you go, uh, you're going through. Subhanallah, you know, in the West, we're, we're, we've got houses that we can lock ourselves down in, right? We can do online ordering. You know, we've got shops that are still open. You can still kind of go out, uh, you know, as long as you do physical distancing. Uh, Subhanallah, what about these people who are in refugee camps, which are already overfilled, right? They're crowded areas, very difficult to have any kind of social distancing. So many people living in one place. Allah has given us more abundantly than so many other people in this world. And I think the only way we're going to appreciate this is if we start realizing what we have, what Allah has given us. 
and we compare to those who do not have and and you'll realize that and you realize how much he has given us and this is if this is not the time to do shukr to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala i don't know when when it is we have to recognize what allah has given us and try to use it inshallah to assist others so istighfar astaghfirullah may allah forgive us all uh, abundance of that will inshallah create this number 7 al miftah sabi the the seventh key to relief is as the hadith of bukhari mentions la ilaha please, please repeat this after me la ilaha illallah al azim al halim la ilaha illallah rabbul arsh al azim la ilaha illallah rabbus samawati wal ardi وَرَبُّ الْعَرْشِ الْكَرِيمِ This is a bit of a longer dua. Inshallah, we'll try to put this up. Um, uh, we'll, we'll try to put this up so that you can actually, inshallah, uh, you won't have to remember all of this, but at least you've read it once. A hadith of Bukhari talks about this. It's a very powerful. I mean, just look at the wording in here. Uh, uh, the Prophet ﷺ is saying, this is what you read. There is no God except Allah, the most mighty and the most forbearing and clement. There is no God except Allah, the Lord of the mighty throne. There is no God except Allah, Lord of the heavens and the earth and the Lord of the noble throne. That's a very powerful invoking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I mean, we're not asking Allah anything in here. It's just praise of Allah. It's just expressing His greatness. It's just reaffirming our tawheed. That in itself is so powerful that Allah will give us what we need. He will open up the difficulty. There's, the, the Prophet ﷺ in here asked Allah for nothing. He didn't. He didn't. There's no petition in here. There's no. There's no asking for anything in here. It's just literally a, a massive, powerful praise for Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, and Allah knows what we want from that. When you say it in a difficulty, Allah will remove that. So that is the seventh key that we have here. Al Miftahu Thamin, number eight. The eighth key to openness, uh, to, to relief, is again another hadith in uh, Bukhari and Muslim, which is, Allahumma inni a'udhu bika. This is a, a dua now. This is particularly a dua, and again, you can repeat it with me. Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min al-hammi wal-huzni wa a'udhu bika min al-ajzi wal-kasl wa a'udhu bika min al-bukhli wal-jubn wa a'udhu bika this is very comprehensive. What it basically means is, Oh Allah, I seek your protection and refuge from grief, worry, sadness, all of that. I seek your refuge from inability. I am feeling dead. I am feeling impotent right now. I am feeling like I can't do anything. I'm feeling helpless. I'm feeling despondent. So I seek your refuge from ijz, which means from inability. And from laziness. This is another thing that a lot of people are using this time because they don't have to go to work or whatever the case is. There's a lot of laziness that will, uh, you know, people will just sleep. They'll just waste their time. They'll just entertain themselves through this period. So laziness is something also that we're seeking refuge from here. Then, I seek your refuge from miserliness and from cowardice. So that's what's going to probably stop us from helping others, from considering others. So inshallah, if you make this dua, then hopefully we'll consider others. And the last part of it is, I seek your refuge from overwhelming debt. Debt that's going to submerge us, that's going to basically 
surmount itself over us so we, we feel debilitated. So protection from debt, because that's a concern for a lot of people. How are they going to pay if they're paying rent, if they're paying uh, their, their houses off? How are they going to go through this? Government is helping, but subhanAllah, I mean, there, there, there's huge problems. There's lots of people who, have, who are renting and they're, they're telling their landlords, we can't, we can't pay you anymore, right? You need to give us relief. So the person who is, owns that, he may, he may be paying a mortgage off, right? He may be paying another debt off. Now, the, per, the, the tenant who's staying in there can't pay the landlord. The landlord has their own, you know, uh, people to pay. So there's a whole chain. You can see how this is affecting everybody. So inshallah, if we, pre, if we, if we read this dua, then this is going to create an opening and Allah will protect us from overwhelming debt and waqahri rijal. And basically the aggression of people. So in this time, we don't want anybody aggressing against us, especially when, you're, uh, when, when there's an inability to pay debt, for example. That's why it's probably brought together, the aggression of men. Number nine, al-miftah al-tasi, the, the ninth key to opening is Ya Hayyu Ya Qayyum. Ya Hayyu Ya Qayyum, la ilaha illa ant, bi rahmatika astaghith. Ya Hayyu Ya Qayyum, la ilaha illa ant, bi rahmatika astaghith. Even Ya Hayyu Ya Qayyum bi rahmatika astaghith, but this one has La ilaha illa ant as well, which basically means, O Hay, O living one, Allah, the living one, Qayyum, self subsisting one, who is not in need of anyone. We're in extreme states of desperation right now for a lot of people, but Allah, He's self subsisting, He's self sufficient, self standing, right? And He is the living one, He doesn't die, He doesn't perish. There is no God except you. Birahmatika astaghith. I seek succor. I seek assistance. I seek refuge. I seek help through your mercy. I seek help through your mercy. So please repeat this after me. Ya Hayyu Ya Qayyum. La ilaha illa ant. Birahmatika astaghith. Birahmatika astaghith. And the Prophet used to read this. The Prophet used to read this to, re, you know, to remove from difficulty and to bring about opening. And the final one for today, there's lots of others, but these are, these are, this is a good collection of 10. Uh, and may Allah bless those who've put this together, right? Uh, the Al-Miftahul Ashir, which is the 10th one, uh, the 10th opener is Allahumma. So again, please repeat it after me. It's another dua. Allahumma rahmataka arju. Rahmataka arju. Fala takilni ila nafsi. It's amazing dua. So you see, some of these are adhkar, some of these are duas, some of these are uh, some processes that we have to do. Oh Allah, it is your mercy that we hope for. It is your mercy that basically we hope for. So do not consign me to myself even for the blink of an eye. Do not make me feel self-reliant that I can deal with things. I have the power, like my personal efficacy. Yes, we need to feel confident that we will do and Allah will support us. That's different. This is to say, I don't need you. I'm sufficient for myself. Do not ever let me, even for the blink of an eye, do not consign me to my own uh, to my own uh, disposal, basically, because that's very dangerous. And 
أصلح لي شأني كله reform for me all my affairs make them better enhance for me all my affairs I want you to assist me in that regard and facilitate for me because there is no God except you there is nothing worthy of worship except you there is no deity worthy of worship except you so those are the ten those are the ten and just to just to finish off um, some a very profound incident basically you had one of the it's about Harun al-Rashid now you may have heard of Harun al-Rashid Harun al-Rashid is one of the greatest of the Abbasid Khalifs I mean his rule was vast the Abbasid Khalif uh, Caliphate at that time had mashallah had really expanded and Harun Rashid is sitting in Baghdad and he's basically the king of the world you can say now what happened is that he's about to die he's in his illness he's on his deathbed and he says to the brothers the the comrades that he had around him he said um, you know what I'd like to go and see the grave that I'm going to be buried in I'd like to go and see the grave I'd be buried in subhanallah I mean these people they may have done a few wrongs here and there but they had iman and that's what we need you know today leaders are saying that together we can beat this virus there's no there's no discussion of God in there even if people have a private belief it's like it cannot be brought out in the public it, it's not something that we can rally people towards this is a serious issue this is only God can take us out of this we can do everything but the one who's going to switch who switched on this virus and created the mutation right allowed it to happen and the one who can turn it off is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala there needs to be a religious discourse it's very important we are hearing from other countries around the world where um, they've allowed religious discourse they've had to turn to it including you know uh, uh, people of other faiths where they've they've allowed Muslims to give adhan or they've allowed uh, the Quran to be recited calling on to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala I think that's gonna have to happen because we are totally ineffective when it comes to just purely from a human perspective we need to get Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, uh, to, to help us so this is Harun Rashid he's on his deathbed and he says to the people around him that I'd like to go and uh, and basically see uh, the Qabr the, the the grave that I'm going to be buried in subhanallah right I want to go and check it out because he wants that last moment of his to be very very potent and if you can see the grave that I'm going to be in tomorrow or the day after or very soon you can imagine the profound impact that's going to have on you so the last actions are going to be very appropriate that's why I think we need to if we've got I mean many of us I mean have got people that we know who are suffering in these times right maybe on their deathbed and this is a time for us to very very nicely with a lot of kindness a lot of rahmah and mercy try to get them in that state if we know if we if we think that they're they're not going to survive right may Allah may Allah grant protection but if they're not going to survive to actually help them to do uh, to make amends to clear their balances to make the right wasiyah and bequests uh, uh, to, to make sure that they correct things which may be wrong or they do not leave a fitna behind or a difficulty behind that they give a fidya for the prayers they've missed uh, you know the, uh, the, the they give payments uh, for expiation of the uh, of may, uh, how, however many payment uh, prayers they may have missed or fasting that they may have missed or debts that they owe or land uh, disputes and so on and so forth that's very important that we can encourage people to do this subhanallah uh, may allah not allow our deceased to die without that and us being in a helpless state that we can't even help them do this because subhanallah to die in a state where there's nobody to give you talqeen 
and nobody to remind you of your duties, nobody to remind you of the things that we should be thinking about, and just shaitan there to uh, create mischief and to play with us on our deathbed. That's why it's a dua of the Prophet ﷺ as well, that I seek refuge in Allah from the mischief uh, of shaitan at my deathbed. That, that, that's huge, that's, that's difficult, that's difficult, that's something that we should all seek refuge from. That's a dua in Al-Hizb Al-Azam, that's why if you read the Al-Hizb Al-Azam, inshallah, if you finish it even over the course of three, four months, all of those duas you would have read, right? So that's why people should do that. But anyway, Harun Rashid says, I want to go and I want to see, um, I, I want to see the grave I'm going to be buried in. So they took him, they carried him to his grave. He looked at his grave and he started crying. He looked at his grave and he started weeping. And then he turned to the people around him and he said, My wealth has not benefited me in any way from, uh, from this state. My wealth has not enriched me, has not, has not helped me and assisted me in this. And all of my force, all of my power, all of my energy, everything at my disposal, has all it's gone to nothing. There's nothing of it that can help me at this time. And then after that, so this is what he said to people to teach them a lesson, right? And then Then he looked up at the heavens. And he wept, he cried. And he said, Ya, and look at these words. He said, Ya man la yazulu mulkuhu. يَا مَنْ لَا يَزُولُ مُلْكُهُ إِرْحَمْ مَنْ قَدْ زَالَ مُلْكُهُ Ya Allah, Ya مَنْ لَا يَزُولُ مُلْكُهُ إِرْحَمْ مَنْ قَدْ زَالَ مُلْكُهُ O one whose kingdom and dominion never perishes. O one whose kingdom and dominion will never come to an end. Have mercy on the one whose dominion, whose kingdom has come to an end. This is a person who's recognized his state at the end. This is a person who's recognized his state at the end. This is, if we can also recognize our state before we pass away, we can help our loved ones to remember their real state and who's really in, and go with that, go with that tawheed, go with that focus on Allah, that taqwa and so on, then inshallah we have some good. And we, we pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that inshallah through this situation, it's already upon us, right? That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the sabr we're going to make now, Right? And the patience that we're going to have to exercise now, that is actually more beloved to us than had this not happened at all. Right? Because there's no other way to deal with this. It's already happened. We can't turn it back. We're already stuck. Now, the last five days we've been at home. We've been being patient. Allah bring opening. Allah bring opening. But for the time that it has happened, do you know that the reward you get for your patience during these last five, ten days or however long it's been, wherever you are, right? That should be more beloved to us than had this not happened at all because we have gotten huge reward from this five days we can't turn the clock back anyway but this is the way to manage and to get the best out of this situation so we ask allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us that patience during this time to bring about a relief to give us the tawfiq to do the right things and to bring these 10 things in our life inshallah and many more we've got a lot of time so inshallah we'll be putting this up and uh, as a document, inshallah, you, you can benefit from it. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala relieve us from it. Wa akhiru da'wana anil alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Allahumma anta salam wa minka salam tabarakta ya dhal jalali wal ikram. 
اللهم يا حي يا قيوم برحمتك نستغيث اللهم يا حنان يا منان لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك إنا كنا من الظالمين جزا الله عنا محمدا ما هو أهله يا أرحم الراحمين يا معدن الجود والكرم يا معدن الجود والكرم يا معدن الجود والكرم يا أكرم الأكرمين يا خير المسؤولين ويا خير المعطين Have mercy upon us. Ya Allah, have mercy upon us. Ya Allah, have mercy upon this Ummah. Ya Allah, treat this Ummah with your mercy. Oh Allah, we ask you for your special mercy. Oh Allah, we ask you for your special mercy. Oh Allah, we ask you for forgiveness. Oh Allah, we have done many wrongs. Oh Allah, we are self-confessing sinners. Oh Allah, we confess to you today. Oh Allah, oh Allah we ask that you protect us. O oh Allah, that you grant us forgiveness. O oh Allah, we have many shortcomings to our names. We have many defects. We have many, 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 many shortcomings, many sins. We have committed many crimes. O oh Allah, we ask that you relieve us of this problem. You forgive us. O oh Allah, whatever is your focus, whatever is your purpose of this, O oh Allah, allow us to have the patience and allow us to come out of this better than before. Oh Allah, make this a source of purification from us. Oh Allah, make this a source of purification for us. Make it a source of closeness to you. Oh Allah, we have loved ones who are not going to survive this, who haven't survived this. Oh Allah, those who've passed away, we ask that you grant them Jannatul Firdaus. You grant them the maqam of the shaheed. You grant them the status of a martyr. Oh Allah, that you protect us all. Oh Allah, you grant us the immunity. Oh Allah, that you switch this off just as you have switched it on. Oh Allah, this doesn't have to take so many people, doesn't have to afflict as many people as is being projected. Oh Allah, it's in your hands. Oh Allah, we give up. Oh Allah, we give up. Oh Allah, we are doing whatever we can, but oh Allah, we make this a source of closeness to you. Oh Allah, the several days or weeks that people have spent <clears throat> in this difficulty, oh Allah, we ask that you grant us a, a reward for this. You grant us the true benefit of, of this affliction. O oh Allah, that you grant us the strength and the fortitude to deal with this. O oh Allah, that you allow us to introspect. You allow us to think about the excesses that we've had in our life, the extreme consumption. O oh Allah, the hoarding that some people have done. O oh Allah, the complete reliance on the, on, on, on the things of this world. O oh Allah, not turning to you. Oh Allah, forgive, forgive us for this. Oh Allah, forgive our Ummah for this. Oh Allah, forgive our Ummah for this. And all the other excesses, all the other abuses. Oh Allah, abuse of others. Oh Allah, the sexual vices. Oh Allah, the other forms of vices and, and chastity and the immoralities that, have, that we've allowed to proliferate and we haven't said anything against. We haven't done anything to help. We've been part of it sometimes. Oh Allah, we ask that you forgive us for these things. O oh Allah, we ask that you forgive us for these things. O oh Allah, the masajid have been shut. O oh Allah, your name is not being called out in many masajid. O oh Allah, this is serious. This is unprecedented. It, I don't know in any time in history where around the world so many masajid have been closed. We may have had a place, a small area, whether that be in Syria or in Arabia, where some masjids were closed. But to have um, so many masajid closed throughout the world, that is unprecedented. We would say that is unprecedented to have so many masajid. We probably never had as many masajid in the world as we have today. And to have such a number of masajid closed, 
Oh Allah, this has probably never happened before. Oh Allah, what is it that we have done? Oh Allah, make us realize these things. Oh Allah, make us realize the reasoning for this. Make us, allow us to make amends. Allow us to purify ourselves. Oh Allah, we can only turn towards your mercy right now. Oh Allah, this may be your anger and your wrath that is showering down upon us. But oh Allah, now we can only turn to your mercy. And we have many promises from you and from our messenger Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam about the forgiveness that you have promised and about the delivery and, uh, and relief that you have promised for those who ask. Oh Allah, oh Allah, we ask that you make us, you accept us for some service. You accept us to, to help others, to help ourselves and to help others. Oh Allah, to protect us from the evil of this that is surrounding us. And you, we ask that you assist us and protect us. Uh, from the shaitan, especially in these times, shaitan is making lots of people despondent. Lots of people are in great misery. They don't know how to deal with this. And they're, su they're suffering many, many different issues. Oh Allah, do not let the shaitan overcome us at this time. And especially on our deathbed. Oh Allah, we ask you for a good life. A long life on Iman with health. And oh Allah, we ask that when, when, when we are going, then you allow the kalima la ilaha illallah to be on our deathbed. And that we look forward to meeting with you. And that you make our death a gift. That, uh, you make us of the true believers for whom death is a gift. Oh Allah, there are people all around the world who are turning to you. Oh Allah, who are saying ameen to these duas. Oh Allah, the, whatever difficulties they have, oh Allah, remove them. O oh Allah, whatever difficulties they have, O oh Allah, remove them. Whatever permissible needs that they have, permissible needs that they have, O oh Allah, fulfill them. O oh Allah, O oh Allah, we ask that you protect us in and our assets, our health, our iman above all. And you make us come out of this stronger, especially our children, the next generation, our elder generation. O oh Allah, all of us, O oh Allah, help us and assist us. O oh Allah, help us to help ourselves. Sometimes we don't even know what we do wrong. There are many sins in our life that we don't even consider sins anymore. O oh Allah, allow us and help us to, to, to remove them from our life. And those that we've done and we've forgotten, O oh Allah, forgive us for those things. O oh Allah, forgive us for those things. O oh Allah, forgive us for those things. O oh Allah, remove this scourge from us. Oh Allah, remove this sickness and illness from us. Oh Allah, you can turn it off as, as fast as you had turned it on. Oh Allah, show us a miracle. Oh Allah, show us, in, increase our iman in you. Increase our conviction in you. Oh Allah, make this a source of getting closer to you for the entire world. And oh Allah, allow us to not just help ourselves, but to help others. Oh Allah, those who facilitate these programs. Oh Allah, bless the ulama, bless the doctors. Oh Allah, bless those on the forefront, the, the, the nurses and all the others who are working hard selflessly to, to try to remove these, uh, to, to try to help and assist others. Oh Allah, grant them, grant them good faith. Oh Allah, grant them a connection to you. Oh Allah, bless them with your faith. Bless them with, your, with Iman. Oh Allah, and increase their Iman. Oh Allah, we ask that you, uh, you, you allow us to all be, uh, uh, to be useful during this time and not to uh, fall into the depths of despondency, the depths of hopelessness, the depths of depression. And oh Allah, allow us to remain strong and understand what your wisdom is in this. And oh Allah, allow us to come out of this stronger. 
Ya Allah, we ask that you send your abundant blessing on our messenger Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam and that you open up these masajid again as soon as possible. Oh Allah, oh Allah, oh Allah, we ask and uh, yeah, we ask that you accept and you're the best of those who can be asked, you're the best of those who can respond. Subhana rabbika rabbil izzati amma yasifoon wa salamun al mursaleen wa alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen.